Welcome to the Toon Shed, the podcast for everything music. I'm your host, Blake Murray, and I'm here with my dear childhood friend, Marty Gray. What's cooking, Marty? Oh, well, we're cooking with uh, spicy oil today. <laughs> hot spicy oil. We got something hot cooking up. Tell the people. Well, we're <laughs> cooking up something from the land Dananda. That's what we're talking uh-huh. about today. Like, we come from the land Dananda. Yeah, I, you know, as a kid, I was like, what are they talking about? I think I'm still at that stage. What are they talking about? If you know what a Vegemite sandwich is, email us at the Toonshed Podcast at gmail.com and let us know. What is is Vegemite? I've never known. But I've never. It'd be very easy to Google, but I'd rather just hear it from you guys. I think it's actually similar to Satan. That, you know that dairy it's like a what is it a gluten-free no it's it's 100 percent gluten meat-free option gonna be honest is it similar don't know what seitan <laughs> is either <laughs> yeah i don't know what vegemite is i do know what say seitan is just like take this marty take this so you're you're trying to not eat meat let's just say okay so you take condensed gluten and you wrap it up in tin foil with some water it's hydrated you wrap okay. it up tight and you bake it slowly, and it becomes chewy and, dare I say, rubbery. But then you just cover it in barbecue sauce and fry it up, and it tastes like bacon. It's incredible. Bro, that sounds really good, and like it would make me fart. Yes, I think it's both those things, and I, considering it's called Satan, I think it comes from the land down under. Or you could call it, say, like, Satan or something Satan. like that. I don't know. It's, I don't know how to pronounce it, honestly. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. Eating some Satan. That's not bad. Not bad. Yeah, well, so the, I mean, the Australians have come up with some pretty cool stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But we're talking about one specific thing that the original (laughs) Australians came up with, and that's the didgeridoo. Oh, my God. The didgeridoo. That segue. (laughs) That segue is killer. That that was not smooth, was it? That was was perfect. That was incredible. You're so good at that. My question is for you, Marty. Did Jerry do or don't Jerry did? Ah, You know, I thought you were going to go with the classic didgeridoo, but you, you flipped it. You got me. I think because the first did could be a don't. And, of course, Jerry's just in the middle there. Jerry, what's Jerry doing in the middle there? Jerry. There's no opposite of Jerry, but there is an opposite of did and do. <laughs> did, didn't Jerry, didn't wait, didn't wait, didn't, I didn't do like the didn't, same word. Didn't didn't Jerry don't. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what Jerry did do. He was like, "What is a didgeridoo?" And well, then he told the people. Well, what he said about the didgeridoo was that it is an aboriginal instrument played by the uh, native people of northern Australia. That's what Jerry said. Okay. Jerry says it's a it's a wind instrument that produces one fundamental pitch and is traditionally played by circular breathing, which we'll talk a little bit about. Um, my God. I Okay, so full disclaimer, I once was very resolved to learn how to circular breathe and learned how to do it um, and was able to sort of do it for a little bit, but have I've since forgot. 
Um, okay, well, I, my body just doesn't first. do it anymore. Circular breathing, for people who don't know, is the process of pushing air out of your mouth at the same time you breathe air in through your nose. That's right, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I guess you could technically circular breathe the other way, but it's usually that way so you can play a wind instrument. Think about a saxophone or a flute. You have to take a breath at some point. But if you circular breathe, you don't. Absolutely. Yes. And if you want a recommendation of a recording to listen to with um, some very good, talented, and also audible circular breathing, I highly recommend Colin Stetson. Um, Colin Stetson is the saxophonist who plays for Bon Iver. And oh, wow. he has his own projects. Um, and I'll pull up, let's see, I'll pull up the, the specific album that I'm thinking of because in this recording, you, um, he plays very like long form saxophone work. Um, you know, sort of like four or five minutes of, of sort of the same minimalistic playing. Um, and he circular breathes through almost the whole thing. And you can, it's really fun because you can hear the sound of him sucking air in through his nose really fast, which is great. The, uh, the name of the album is called Never Were the Way She Was by Colin Stetson. Go check out that album. Okay. It's so good. It's amazing. He plays with a violinist. I absolutely am going to do that. I love it. And it's cool because you don't have to write any rests in, so you can make these really textural things. I don't know if he is about those kind of textures, but... Um, absolutely yeah yeah that's awesome the only time i ever saw it, i think there's a youtube video i was watching of uh the biggest saxophone baritone no does it go lower contra baritone well so saxophones can be made as big as you want there there's a record somewhere it's like this big monstrous mammoth of a thing that you like sit inside of <laughs> oh like moon hooch or something yeah like, bought one right borrowed one <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. There, there are like really ridiculously big saxophones that people like custom make but i think the biggest one that you would like reasonably play is a baritone sax well anyway someone was playing that i think and i didn't know what circular breathing was and i thought they were gonna pass out i was like oh my god <laughs> i was just on the edge of my seat for a really long time their cheeks kept puffing up and then de-puffing <laughs> And their face was all red. And I was like, what's going to happen? Just breathe. <laughs> um, so it was quite distracting. But I think maybe if you listen to a recording, you don't get that distraction effect. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It, it's kind of brilliant, though, because, I mean, you can really reasonably play every instrument forever. Like, you can keep playing the same tone for a long time. Like, on a violin, you just bow up and down forever. But on a wind, on a wind instrument, it's really difficult. Because you're sort of restricted by your breath. Really, the only I think the only instrument that you can't really do that for is the voice. You can't circular breathe for your voice. No. No, because wow, the wait. the well, it's because the reed technically is your vocal folds, and they happen um, before your buccinator or or your mouth, right? So you're you're relying on the um, the mouth is sort of the engine. Oh um, right! In in this in in the wind instrument, but the mouth isn't the engine in the wind instrument. It's the lungs, so it's like. So is it? What actually happens is you breathe air in through your nose, you push air into your mouth and cheeks. You hold it there for a second and keep breathing it out, 
while you breathe new air in. Like your throat is closed, but you're breathing out the air that's in your cheeks. Yeah, you're pushing. Yeah, so in circular breathing, you're pushing air out through your um, your your mouth muscles instead of pushing it through your lungs and and using your diaphragm. So you're not actually breathing out when you're circular breathing. You're breathing in, but pushing air out through your mouth, kind of like you would a straw. You can sort of right. So you're like using your tongue to push out the air. So of course it doesn't work for singing because well, it's a uh, it's that. Yep. yeah yeah you're the the mechanism used to keep the sound going is before your read instead of after. Wow, that is so cool. That weird. I never thought that through. That is super weird, and kind of special. Vocal vocal is a very special instrument. Oh, it's um, very special. We're so special. <laughs> so special, you vocalists. Well, awesome. anyways. Well, That's yeah. Incredible. So didgeridoo is sweet. And um, I mean, look up videos of people playing didgeridoo, like native Aboriginal people. Um, my God, what they can make, what they can make happen with one note is insane. So it's is really circular cool. breathing just part of playing the didgeridoo? And I know what a didgeridoo is, but maybe we should explain like, are there different types and things? And what does it look like and sound like? And Don't you have one? I do. You spoiled the surprise. <laughs> oh. I do. I do have one. And I know how to play I it. I forgot. And I just remembered. And, ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, good on you for remembering that. I've had this thing since high school. So since, like, we hung out. Oh, um, my gosh. And I really love this thing. It is nothing more than PVC pipe uh, painted like a giraffe. That's all it is. Um, you you played it in Battle of the Bands with um, Flaming sure Angus or what sure was did. the name of that band? Flaming Angus was the name of the band. Uh, oh my god, <laughs> the best band ever! I was so jealous I wasn't in that band. Oh, we we <laughs> played uh, two songs. We played "Dust in the Wind" by Kansas, <laughs> and and so uh, cool. and our and our welcome song, which I played That's didgeridoo. Incredible. But didgeridoos um, aren't traditionally made with PVC pipe. I believe they're made with bamboo traditionally, um, mm. but you can make them with any wood. Um, the material you use will affect the timbre of the instrument. Um, there are short ones, there's, there are long ones, there are ones that are conical, which have a bigger ending than a bigger beginning. Um, oh, so, so like a small mouthpiece and a, and a large bell. Um, there are ones that are uh, like very, very short. There are really big ones. Um, I think sort of the more authentic version of a of a didgeridoo that like a Aboriginal person would prefer to play would be slightly conical and very large because I think you can just make more stuff happen with a larger instrument. Um, like six feet large, right? Yeah, like really large, like really long. And I think wow. I think made of bamboo. See, the thing is that there it's such an easy instrument to make because really it's just like a long tube that you blow into with no air holes or anything. So you can find a pretty fun and surprisingly cheap didgeridoo on really anywhere like Amazon for anywhere from 30 to 90 bucks. Like they're, they're totally serviceable in like a production world. Um, the one I have, I've used in recording all the time. Really? So it can only yeah. play one note. So how do you, what do you do with it? Well, it's fun. And I think that is the question that I think we should be seeking to answer today. So 
Um, I prepared like just a little drum and bass thing that I quickly put together. And okay. I don't have any bass anything in this thing, in this little loop. So I was thinking we would record didgeridoo and try to shoehorn it in somehow. Because it's a really cool it. tech. Oh, dude, it's great. So before I show the beat, here's what a didgeridoo sounds like. Let me just turn that on real quick. Let me, hear, let, let me know if this is uh, audible. Did that um, come through yep. okay? It sounded incredible. Well, great. It sounded so cool. So you could like you you're like a phaser with your mouth, and there's rhythm. And yeah. 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 The, I feel like the instrument really is played like, with your with your mouth rather than your finger. Like if you think of a saxophone, most of the saxophone is played by playing notes, right? So you have to memorize scales and. All this stuff and then really good saxophone players sort of learn the embouchure stuff later like how to bend notes with like by by biting on the reed and mm. all, all you know all the mouth stuff all the phrasing stuff is sort of secondary i feel like with the didgeridoo it's all played with the way with the thing going on yeah that's so cool and there's tons of well i guess there's like this there's a saxophone screaming effect where you kind of like make your saxophone yell somehow. Can you do that kind of thing on a didgeridoo? Yeah, so you can vocalize while you're playing. What? Right, so here, let me turn this back on. Is it like a, also is it like a trumpet where you like buzz your lips or how do you even play it? Yeah, so it, it is like a trumpet, but it's a lot looser. So with a trumpet, you're trying to get like a really tight parsed lip thing. And the area of your lip buzz is really small. With a yeah. and uh, with a didgeridoo, your whole mouth is inside the mouth hole. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, dang! So you gotta buzz basically the whole thing. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah, and Oof. sort of the the tightness of your lips sort of corresponds to like more timbre stuff, right? And then you can move your tongue around, and you can vocalize, and you can sort of give like air puffs to give the instrument, you oh know, to gosh. make the instrument start to sing. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's look. Can you do some of that stuff or is it like pretty advanced? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm by no means like a very talented didgeridoo player, but I can definitely like demo some stuff like as a beginner, <laughs> you know. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Okay, so I'll turn the thing back on and just play around a little bit. I sort of Whoa. I sort of sometimes lose it. Like my I, I do something yeah. I do something uh too crazy with my tongue and then my lips stop buzzing. <laughs> oh right. But you gotta push the boundaries, right? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> That's so cool. It feels like you're in the pipe, you know, you can feel the pipe like start to resonate or kinda go away and 
all these different things. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so fun because like while you really only have one note, you have a lot of different tamboral stuff to play with. And in a production sphere, you can, you know, manipulate your audio file however you want. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I'm thinking about our episode on Formant the other day. Um, what would Formant shifting sound like on a digital? Oh, of course. Like the possibilities are endless. And it's such a, it's, it's such a simple and like elegant starting spot that it's so fun to sort of put in a production spot because you don't have too many notes to think about. You don't have chords. You just have one note. So it sort of opens up the door to like, okay, how can I make this super different? How can I put a, like a bunch of effects on this thing and turn it into something serviceable in my track? Yeah, exactly. Wow, that seems like a fun puzzle. Well, do you want to do a little bit? I want to do a little bit. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> here's um, what I randomly put together for this episode. Um, no idea Ooh. why. No idea why I went with the drum and bass thing, but I did. So. thought that might be exciting that is so exciting i have no <laughs> idea how didgeridoo is going to sound with that but <laughs> i, I love it <laughs> I, I have no clue chaotic creative energy let's go so it, it's it's um i mean the first thing we should probably do is record just like one pure tone for as long as we can that's what okay, i think would sure, be good yeah. so let's quickly do that i'll just press the record button here we go. That should be good. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work, that'll work, that'll work. And now let's record just some patterns through a metronome. So I'll just like, okay. I'll sort of like jam with the metronome, like do whatever. Heck yeah. Okay. Okay. There's that. Okay. All right. And there's really not much else to do. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like the two okay, things. Okay, we recorded it all in. <laughs> we we did it. And that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap. All right, just go try that. It's awesome. PVC pipe, Amazon. <laughs> Easy. That's all you need. Now, I think now what we'll do is, well, I first need to figure out what note this is. Sounds like that note. Maybe we can put a tuning plug-in on the end of it and see what note it is. Ooh, I like this. Okay, it's a B flat. 
So here, let's make it louder. There we go. Um, and so my plan is to like sort of drag the sample to a MIDI track so that it makes a MIDI instrument out of it. What that'll do is oh. it will it will assign the sample to C, which is is good. But maybe instead, what we ought to do is tune this to a C first, so that when we play yeah. C on the keyboard, that it'll actually play a C. So let's actually make this a uh, half step lower, or sorry, higher. That's like when you. Uh... Perfect. Orchestra instruments, you know, like the trumpets are all in B flat or whatever, and so the notes you write are not the notes they play. Yeah, like right. It sounded. Yeah, it's that so stuff annoying. is so confusing. <laughs> but you avoid that the rest of your musical career if you don't do orchestra stuff. You learn it and you're like, wow, this is chaotic. It's so I'll true. just tune it correctly for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, just I think in C, so everyone ought to think in C. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So now when we play a C on our MIDI keyboard, a C should come through. Or nothing should come through. <laughs> When that happens, we plug it in and plug it out and plug it in again. There we go. Here's our here's our natural one. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you're That's... laughing with power. <laughs> As you tune it around, you're like, oh. <laughs> I know some of our listeners are thinking, wait, I can do that with any sample? Yes, any sample. <laughs> and you should. Why not? Yeah, why not? So now let's open up this little uh, this little road sample and figure out what key the song is in. I think I recorded it in D minor. Didn't I? Yeah, D minor. And then I go half step lower. So I go D minor into D flat and then back to D. And then I think I go a whole step. Yeah, whole step after that. So really it's just D, D flat, D, and then D, C, D. So knowing that, we can just play that on the didgeridoo. It sort of turned into yeah, a sub a, for a second. Yeah, I was going to say, you have a sub with a ton of character. Right. Which is awesome. You know, that's you need that. There's so many subs out there that are boring. It's so true. We can even play around with, like, the attack and delay of this this thing. Ooh. We can, like, we can sort of, um, we can make it a loop. Right? So we can go, like... Yeah, so it sort of like self-loops now. Whoa. Make it into a pad. 
<laughs> you know, we can I do whatever a, we want. Yeah, I picture a hundred Martys with a hundred different PVC pipes <laughs> all sitting in a row. <laughs> you just point at them and they start playing <laughs> in circular breathing. They can play it forever. <laughs> oh, man. I've never seen anyone with that many digi- Wait, that's a lie. The Okay, <gasps> so quick tangent. The um yeah. the dean of music, the dean of the music school at Lawrence University in Appleton, Wisconsin, is like okay. I think he's like the leading scholar on didgeridoo history or something. And no. in his office, there's like I kid you not, like sixty didgeridoos. I'd never seen somebody in my life. <laughs> it was sweet. Oh my gosh, what a what a thing to collect. Oh yeah, he's just so passionate about about didgeridoos. Is his name Jerry? I don't know. Maybe his name's Jerry. Probably. We should send this to him. <laughs> He'd have a lot to say. Yeah, we should. <laughs> we would. We can get him on the. We can get him on the podcast next episode. Did yeah. you do part two? <laughs> Did you do part two? Did you do history? History lesson. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So yeah, like we can also make like textural pads out of this too. Like, why not? <laughs> Oh my god, listen to that. I think I may have accidentally like flubbed on the air support and it caused the pitch to like detune a little bit. You hear that? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. That's like a self tape machine effect thing. It just kind of goes down for a second and then back up. Yeah. Or is that the loop? Yeah, that's like the specific section in the loop that I played. Like the the original Whoa. sample is like detuned like that. It's just that's so hard so to tell because cool. it's low. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh my god, it's like, it's like a yeah, it's like a like a vinyl player or something. It's got again so much character. That's that's crazy that you can just bring it up and sense all this nuance in the original sample. Yeah, that's insane, and you you never would have discovered it if. Uh, if we hadn't just thought like, oh, let's play like a pad. Why not? Yeah. Oh my true. God. Let's Try put a- everything. Okay. Let's put a little bit of chorus and like a little bit of a uh, like cassette emulator thing on it. Mm, let's, let's do I that. Like let's figure out what that sounds like. That's a didgeridoo, by the way. <laughs> That's a didgeridoo. That's bonkers is That's what it insane. is. Wait, what? This, it's insane. Let's mute this yeah. old uh, road patch and let's re-record it in didgeridoo. Add the road back in. Mix it in. Man, that's sweet. That is really cool. Okay, now I think what we should do is choose some of these like little spots in the more rhythmic section and like make it into a bass instrument. I think that'd be really fun. Ooh, that's a good idea. And we'll yeah. follow the form too. So we'll we'll like choose little samples and then tune them to the right spot. I think that mm-hmm. would be really nice. So here's what we've got. Let's make it louder. I like this little 
Yeah, the little warble is nice. Yeah, I think I'll keep that. What about another four? What not, uh, let's, let's find another one. <laughs> that was kind of neat. I mean, it sounds super lame on its own, but we can, we can sort of gussy it up a little bit. Lame. That sucks. I feel like that could be useful. Let's just keep it. All right, I think we have enough. I will say, Marty, I think it's crazy the skill you have to take something and just be like, eh, this is not great right now, but I'm sure it could become great, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like even those pads we just made, like when you mixed them in and I heard sort of what you were going for, I was like, oh, that sounds so good with the roads, you know? Mm. It's, a, it's a lot of um, like years of doing it will just, you know, it, you can get to the thing that you're going for sooner. But like trust your right. ears, like your ears know what they want and it might take you longer to get there at first, but practice getting there and you'll know how to get there in the future you know what i mean right yeah it's like, it's, yeah you gotta get used to everything there's yeah, so many man. things to get used to and explore <laughs> absolutely yeah and if like i mean most of the things that i've discovered along the way i've discovered on accident you know and just <laughs> you just remember it you you know you remember it and you're like oh i gotta use that later or like i gotta get to that same solution later yeah, then what? There's your bright stars. Then you keep going back to them. Just like the format shifting on your vocals, I feel like was a real bright star. That was last episode. Oh my god, I will remember that. Go listen to our was, episode about formants and watch my brain being blasted. I keep bringing it up because I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> it's so cool. I told all my housemates. They're all like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> i was like no guys it's really cool trust me like if i need to play you the song and then they were into it but you know but when <laughs> yeah. you explain formants to like non-musical people they're like okay, like, uh, okay man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> it's super funny it's so funny okay let's figure out okay let's make that the first one and then that should be the second one and probably the fourth mm -hmm. one. We'll have we'll have a like alternate. So each time it goes da, 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 da. That, okay. that works for me. I like it. That works a little repetition, me. that's always good. Yeah, why not? So then and then the, the the one that we have left over will be the third one. Cool. Love it. <laughs> dip, 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 dip. <laughs> it's fun okay really fun rhythm now now i just have to put it above my midi track and sort of figure out what's going on so i'll sort of try and vocalize this too so i have this chord right here which is a d minor chord so basically mm -hmm. i have to tune this part so the let's see what did we decide the didgeridoo was b flat so I have to tune it up yeah. one, two, three, four steps. So let's tune that part up four steps. And this part up four steps. 
And then for a second, it goes, it goes into D flat. So I'd only have to tune it up three steps. Perfect. Yep. And then back to four steps. Yep, makes sense. <laughs> you you could skip ahead now and be like, this is the part, this is the part where Marty figures out all of the stuff. All right, let's just skip ahead. Let's just make sure that doesn't sound completely horrible. Oop, the other <laughs> the other track was playing. <laughs> Oh, I forgot one little spot. Let's hmm. see. This is why we check our work. Cool. Okay. It's kind of, it's like a little clippy. There's little clippy spots. So we'll just cross yeah, I was kind of wondering if compressing it would help. Oh, it totally would. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we'll compress the crap out of it. Oh, nice. Yeah, might as well. Just to make it more even keeled. We love it's even. It's a wily didgeridoo. It is. It's like loud and soft and loud and soft. I think we'll also, um, so for all you Ableton users, you can set the kind of warping that it does automatically. I think it's automatically set to complex. But for this kind of thing, I recommend Complex Pro. And uh, turning the little form knob from 100 down to 20 and the little envelope knob down to 70-ish. That's what I found is mm. the most uh, quote-unquote transparent. But play with mm. the knobs and decide for yourself. Okay, so now we've got our beautiful... Sorry. Yeah, that sounds a little more natural. So let's EQ it. Does, it. Yeah. yeah, let's EQ it a little bit. Getting some of the mids out, because it's we're gonna turn it into a bass instrument. Right. Um now let's compress the crap out of it. For compressing the crap out of stuff, I kind of like supercharger. <laughs> supercharger <laughs> is like a super goofy plug-in compressor plugin made by uh, Native Instruments. Yeah, now it's a little more even. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. Yeah, cool. Now let's do two more things. Let's put a, uh, let's put a bass enhancer on it. I really like um, our bass made by Waves. Another good one is, uh, what's it called? Love End by Analog Obsession. Those are both really oh, yeah. nice. For a bass enhancer, you have to know the frequency of the note you're trying to boost. This, is, this song is in the key of D. And so if we just go to a frequency chart, um, if you type in frequency chart on Google, you can get a bunch of hertz and what note they correspond to. So I'm looking at my frequency chart. It looks like D2 corresponds to 73 hertz. So you we, got a sticky note, right? <laughs> I do. I have like a little sticky note on my on my um my desk <laughs> with all of the bass ones because I do this all the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we're, we're gonna boost D 
So here's without. And then here's with. Yeah, okay. sort of sort of makes it a little boomy, right? Cut some of those low mids. Perfect. And then the next thing, I kind of want to just saturate it and um, maybe split it with like a chorus or something. So let's find hmm. let's find like a fun maybe like native instruments driver would be fun. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Makes it kind of loud though. Sweet. Love that. Now because because we're edge lords, let's put a little bit of micro shift on it. Sound, sound toys micro shift. And then a little bit of reverb, why not? <laughs> just just a little just a little bit. We do just a little bit. You're a chef just adding ingredients endlessly. I love it. <laughs> they all make it a little better. A little tiny bit. Let's see. Let's see if this makes it better. Yeah, okay, let's add let's add our new didgeridoo sub into the song. Ooh, let's hear it. Alright. Oh, I like that call. Yeah, I love it. So what would happen if we duplicated this track, so made two of the same track, and then just like tuned the whole thing lower i wonder what would happen well like an octave lower yeah or like just a little bit oh okay yeah it would just fill it out probably a ton that could sound awesome good idea whoa <laughs> that is Ooh. not what i was expecting that so is not evil. what i was expecting of... either what the yeah, heck? Speaking of Satan. <laughs> okay, so I immediately know we can't split this as much. Oh, man. Now I'm just messing with the presets. Yeah, some of those breathy moments sound like a guitar. Like they really do. Feedback. Yeah. So what do they both sound like That's together? Awesome. Man, that sweet. <laughs> that is full on nasty. Alright, let's so turn up good. the let's turn up the distortion on the low one. <laughs> Man. All right, let's it's add it in. Very guitar now. I, I love it. It is kind of guitar now. Mm 
Um, you know that you know that band, The Prodigy. They did the song Voodoo People. <gasps> yeah, I do know that song. I listened to it in high school again. Super old. You make me think of all these things. I think Marty, but they have this like drum and bass kind of vibe, and then they're like a little bit dark. You know, um, kind of matches this. Yeah, it is real. a little. It is a little dark. It's but cool. Yeah. It t- it took that turn. Man, I think. Imagine like a, um, like a skeleton smoking a big cigar in like a top hat with like a bunch of skulls and like feathers popping out of it, and like it's a snake around his neck, you know? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm just chilling, bruh. That's cool. Yeah. Man, I think. Uh... I think this sound is really good. I think in order for me, I don't, I don't think it's there yet. I think in order for me to be happy with it, I need to play a different pattern, you know? Oh, yeah, some a different rhythm you're thinking? Yeah, I'd need to, like, really play the ditch a little bit and, like, because it's sort of, like, um, I don't think it's quite a tacky enough. Cause I I really like the moments that it goes like bump bump bump. I think I I think I'd want to find some sort of pattern that was like boom, boom, you know, do sort yeah. of a more rhythmic thing. But that might be for another day. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I guess now that it's in this form, you can qu- sort of hear what you want. But at first, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna do some rhythm, but I'm just gonna be random, you know. Um, so yeah, it makes sense. You'd want to sort of. You start the process over, essentially, but you already have your effect there, so you just record it in, and you're there. Yeah, that's right. You just drag it in whenever you got something that you think would sound good. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with going back and re-recording. Production's so cool. It's so... Yeah, man, it's it's such a big sandbox. You can do whatever you want. It is a sandbox. That's perfect. (laughs) Well, that's that's all I got, Blake. Heck yeah, Marty. Thanks for teaching us about the didgeridoo. I might find a PVC pipe lying around somewhere and uh, try playing it. I never would have thought I'd say that, but um, oh yeah, yeah. Why not? And go go get one. They're like everywhere, literally everywhere. They're and they're very cheap. Like, go get multiple ones because they're fun. Heck yeah, we'll do. All right, well, Marty, you want to play us out? Much love, everybody. Uh, enjoy the podcast and catch you soon. Bye.